the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And this is my time. Keep it here as Roger talks about local and national issues important to you. Talking with the leaders and newsmakers in our community. And now, here's Roger. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show, a program that's dedicated to protecting, preserving, and defending America's founding traditions of God, family, country. And friends, it's great, especially great to be with you today because it's our very first show of a brand new year, our first Roger Franklin Williams show of the year 2022. And I'm very pleased that you can join us for the show today. Looking forward to sharing some thoughts with you that I had over the Christmas holidays and the Christmas break. And of course, um, I'm always, I always love this time of year. I always love January, the first part of January. It's always invigorating for me to have a clean slate, if you will, and just, just to kind of get started um, on a new foot with things and uh, make some new, um, no new goals, um, new resolutions, if you will. Um, kind of look at life with a whole new fresh uh, start in a way. And uh, that's kind of where I'm at right now. And um, I'm, I suspect uh, many of you are the same way. Um, we're going to talk about several topics that are, are, are big priorities of mine. Uh, most of our show will be uh, you and I. And uh, we'll also, but we do also look forward to hearing from our friend Vito Fira over at Network Town and Video a little bit later. Um, but right now, I want to talk two main topics I want to discuss over the course of the show today, and they are, uh, you know, especially uh, I think substantive topics because they affect us every day in our life. And and one of the topics particularly is 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 really affecting our freedom and, and our liberty, and that is a topic that I talk about consistently. Um, but I really think I need to talk about it more here in this new year, and that is the way that the quote-unquote media, and particularly so-called big tech, and of course by big tech I'm talking about Google, Apple, Facebook, Twitter, Amazon, you know, these these new tech giants that have emerged literally in the within the past 10 years or so, and which exert so much power, extraordinary power over our lives, and particularly extraordinary power in terms of our freedom of speech and our, you know, our ability to exercise our basic constitutional freedoms. And this is something that's evolved very quickly over the past literally few years, and which obviously we're beginning to the point now where we're seeing um, examples every single day of, of our basic freedoms being eroded and taken away. Just this week, a United States Congresswoman was silenced uh, by, I believe it was Twitter, by one of these big tech giants. And, um, you know, that just the whole, regardless of who it was and regardless of what their position, her, her or his, if it were that, if that were the case, uh, positions, the point is 
this silencing of people based on you know, their opinions, you know, um, you know, their their discussion in in the so-called marketplace of ideas, uh, to silence people um, based on their opinions is blatantly anti-American. It's blatantly at a hundred at uh, cross purposes with the values established in our Constitution and expressed in our Bill of Rights. But now we have huge globalist uh, conglomerates, which we all rely on. Um, to in order to communicate with one another, in order to, to get our messages out, to share our opinions, our philosophies, uh, our our political speech, um, and that are selectively silencing, censoring, shutting down those people, the the side of the arguments or the the speech that they do not agree with, and particularly it's relevant to us because most of the speech if not all, that's being silenced is the speech of a traditional America. Uh, the philosophies founded in our Constitution, um, the um, our abilities to, to express our support for certain elected officials and presidential candidates, if you will, who we support. So I'm going to that's going to be a major topic of the of the show today. And I I, I actually received a book as a Christmas present, uh, you know, Tucker Carlson's new book which is essentially a compilation of uh, his various uh, magazine articles over the course of his career. But he starts it off with a, with kind of an overview chapter of the reason that he, that he you know, wrote the book. And he talks exactly about these things that we've been talking about. And I've just talked about um, just, just now is, is his perspective and how disconcerted he is at how dramatically the landscape has changed in so-called journalism, uh, in in the media, if you will, um, to from a point of freedom of expression to a point of of you know broad-based First Amendment freedom of expression um, to now what is literally a tyrannical, um, literally a communistic approach where powerful forces are. Are doing two things. Well, doing more than two things, but two two major things, blatantly. One, shutting down the people who express opinions that 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 that, that you know, they find offensive or that they don't agree with. And as I, you know, I continue to reiterate, uh, most of the opinions being shut and shut down are the uh, opinions that are in in sync with and um, with our constitutional values, our United States Constitution, our Bill of Rights, our religious heritage, our, our heritage of religious freedom. Um, and then the other thing is the way, quote unquote, issues are covered is now singular. In other words, um, the big tech media, for lack of a better word, the so-called mainstream media of today, which, of course, is is totally left left wing at this point, um, really is only giving one side of the story. It has no no um, essence of any journalistic um Values or, or journalistic principles or fundamentals. What we have now is truly just agenda um, promotion of a specific agenda, which, of course, as we all know, is is left a, a left wing agenda. And anything that doesn't fit that narrative, you know, a left wing narrative, is what we're getting now from our so called mainstream media. And anything that doesn't fit that narrative is either completely ignored, or or it's actually uh, viciously attacked. And we see signs of that literally every day. 
Now, where's it all go? I, I don't know. How do we how do we defend against it? How do we fight it? How do we deal with it? I don't know all the answers, you know, as I've said before about that as well. But I think the the one thing that I do know is that we need to acknowledge it, and silence is not going to be the answer. We are going to have to acknowledge what's happening, what we see happening on a daily basis, and share those thoughts with each other in whatever forum we might have. And that forum might be just a one-on-one conversation with, with one person, a friend or a family member, a relative, um, someone you're close to. That could be the forum. Does you know, Each of us have our own forums. We have our own mediums, if you will. We have our own ways of communicating. We have our own circle of friends or acquaintances, even if it's just one person uh, that we communicate with and share and talk about things like this with. And that's what we're going to have to do. We're going to have to not be silent. We're going to have to acknowledge the um, the blatant attack on our freedom and our liberties, particularly by the big tech media. And um, that that's that's the one thing that we can do, and uh, and and just pretty much let God handle the rest. And yeah, you know, as I've talked about a little bit before, pretty much since September, I have been reading both reading books and also from my own personal library, and then also watching, there's some phenomenal YouTube videos that have, I guess, have not been shut down yet, if you will, uh, concerning the founding of the country. Uh, There was a series that, of all places, aired on PBS about 20 years ago called Liberty. And it's literally about a five or six part series from the pre- um, Lexicon and Concord days, it discusses the, the things that outraged the colonists so much that they wanted to rebel, the, the, you know, the, stamp, ta- the stamp Act, uh, the tax on tea, uh, all those kinds of things, all the way up through, uh, through the July 4th, you know, Declaration of Independence, Constitutional Congress, George Washington's Continental Army, the crucial battles that he fought particularly the the Battle of Trenton and the 10 Crucial Days, where he won three um, crucial battles in 10 days, which which literally saved the Continental Army, saved the Republic at the end of 1776. Anyway, there's a lot of great information, particularly on YouTube, and um, there are multiple series. There's another uh, series called um, just the American Revolution. And um, so my point is, I've I've really been uh, just rededicating myself to reading and, and, and watching these videos and reading these various books. And the thing that comes from it is the founders, they didn't have a, a specific in-game plan themselves. They didn't have it all figured out. They didn't say, okay, or here's what we're going to do. We're going to, um, you know, we're going to meet and we're going to, you know, put out our pamphlets and meet in the taverns and the pubs and the, and the town square and, then that's going to lead to um, you know a Continental Congress, and then next thing you know, that's going to lead to gunshots and rebellion, and then we're going to have a war, and then we'll write a constitution. And no, I mean they they didn't have it all figured out. They were just going day to day, basically, uh, following their heart, but and just following their their own instinct uh, that they not to be suppressed and repressed and have their their freedoms and liberties that they that they had enjoyed and had been been enjoying under the British crown, taken away, and they weren't going to be overtly subjugated. And their response was to confront that uh, literally uh, on a daily basis. Um, and and it, it led to the, to the foundation, the creation of our, of our uh, wonderful country, the, the, the most free 
in the most prosperous country in the history of the world. So that's uh, before as we head into the break. That's what um, you know. The thought that I would share with you is. I don't have it all figured out. I know we we don't have it all figured out. We just need to follow our instincts to preserve our freedom. <laughs> we need to do whatever you know we are led to do by God and what our what our own personal instincts tell us that we're going to have to resist, fight back, speak out, and not just sit here quietly see our freedoms eroded and taken away, especially by by big tech. Well, before we go to that break, I want to give a shout out to our friend Dr. Patrick Saint Germain and. All the great people over at St. Germain Chiropractic and BurnFatOrlando.com. Of course, let you know that our program and all the programs you hear right here on the new AM 950, FM 94.9, The Answer, are sponsored and supported by Dr. Patrick St. Germain and our messages of patriotism and support for our free enterprise system. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. It's great to be with you. I want to thank you for joining us on our very first program of a brand new year, 2022. I continue to talk about our main theme today, and that is how, for lack of a word, our mainstream media, the media in our country, the way we express ourselves on a you know, um, in a mass basis has literally been completely co-opted by the left uh, and is now um, not only uh, you had dramatic liberal slant, left-wing slant is now actually functioning like the kind of media you'd have in a totalitarian country, not what we're used to in America, which you know, we theoretically, we've always, well, practically and theoretically to this point, we've always been protected our, by the First Amendment. Um, which has been interpreted in a very uh, wide-ranging basis, which I personally completely support. Um, And it's based on the concept of the idea of the marketplace of ideas. If everybody has a chance uh, of the public forum, if everybody has a chance to express their opinion, and um, and that's, you know, some are going to be right, some of them are going to be uh, wrong, a lot of them somewhere in the middle, but but by this kind of culture where you have freedom of expression, the truth will, will come out from, from this, this, this cauldron of ideas, if you will, the marketplace of ideas. And, and certainly uh, that will be a much better functioning system than just having some kind of controlling authority, elite controlling authority that, that controls uh, the messages and controls speech and regulates and prohibits and censors. And, sat, and you know, we've enjoyed that kind of freedom literally up until the last few years. But as we're seeing, it's being dramatically uh, taken away and going in a, the exact opposite direction. And that's really a chilling thought. And my first response about my only response to know how to deal with that is just to share about that with the people that I know and, and, you, and you're part of that group. And they use this forum to do that. And before we go further, though, I, there was... There was a great quote that I want to share with you, and it's from a wonderful book that was a gift uh, given to me on my birthday many years ago. And the book is is titled Under God, and it is by authors Toby Mack and Michael Tate. And now this book came out about 20 years ago, but it, it just basically is a compilation of, of articles and um, 
anecdotes um, and historical data, uh, I mean, historical accounts of people, of, of, of how the, the, the intimate relationship, if you will, between our faith, our, our religious faith, and specifically our Christian faith, Judeo-Christian heritage, and the freedom that has evolved out of our country. And um, so anyway, I, I yeah, highly recommend this book. Once again, the name of the book is Under God, and it's by Toby Mack and Michael Tate. And um, and one of the many great things in there are, are great quotes, and one of those is a quote from John Adams I want to share with you, and I want to continue to share that with you consistently um, you know, going forward. And this is a quote from John Adams. Statesmen may plan and speculate for liberty, but it is religion and morality alone which can establish the principles upon which freedom can securely stand. And um, you know that's certainly a statement that needs no embellishment <laughs> um, or no commentary. And I think that uh, it obviously illustrates the the incredible you know uh, relationship that exists in our country and has existed between our faith, you know, between, first of all, the the history, the actual history of our Judeo-Christian heritage, and then going forward from there, the the faith that we have had um, in God and and the the fruits of liberty that have been born out of that in in so many, many different ways, including the Declaration of Independence, uh, where it explicitly states that that we are endowed by our Creator with our inalienable rights, that our rights come from God. That's the cornerstone of, of the United States of America and the freedom that we have. So, but anyway, I just didn't want to share that with you because in, in, another reason I want to, I just want to you know, mention too, because as, as most of you, many of you know, it's now the, the in vogue in the, uh, among the elite professors, if you will, to try to, try to pretend like the founding fathers weren't religious men or they weren't Christian or whatever, but the the opposite is true. I mean, the virtually without exception, our founding fathers were, were overtly Christian. And, and the, in fact, back during that era, the churches, as you've heard about on our show, the, the black robe regiment uh, pastors, particularly in the Northeast were an instrumental part of the revolution. And they were an instrumental part of the founding of our of our republic, and um, so anyway. The, but the point is that that the, the 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 men who created the country and and John Adams was was you know, other than maybe George Washington was about as in, indispensable in that effort as anybody could be. In fact, John Adams was the one who nominated George Washington before the Continental Congress uh, to, to be the um, he, to be the general of the Continental Army, commanding general of the Continental Army. That shows uh, you know just one little aspect of the, the influence of, of John Adams. But um, that's the way he saw it. And um, I'll just repeat it one more time. And of course, it, 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 without embellishment, because it needs no embellishment. And here's the quote from John Adams. Statesmen may plan and speculate for liberty, but it is religion and morality alone which can establish the principles upon, upon which freedom can securely stand. And what I want to talk about briefly right now, and before I even do that, I want to give a shout out to my friends over at Sheeler Auto Repair and let you know that if you or anybody that you know, frankly, 
uh, are looking for a place that will care for your car, truck, SUV, van, any vehicle you possess that has wheels, essentially, I would like for, I would encourage you to get over to see the guys over at Sheeler Auto Repair. No job is too big or too small for those guys. You can trust the guys at Sheeler Auto Repair. It's where I take my car, and I've been taking it there for 20 years. They're located 1908 South Orange Blossom Trail, Apopka. And please tell them Roger Franklin Williams sent you, and I, I know a lot of you are doing that, and I really appreciate it. I'll get back to the, the, the another book that I received you know, over the Christ, for Christmas from one of our one of my wonderful friends, as was a book of uh, Tucker Carlson's new book, uh, which, as I said before, is essentially a compilation of numerous ma- magazine articles that he had written throughout the course of his career. But the theme behind the book and the reason that he wrote the book and put those articles, found those articles and put them all together in book form was he was reflecting one day as he was you know looking back and reflecting on his career and reading some of the articles that he had written over the years. And it really dawned on him, like it, like some things have dawned on me in the same respect that I've shared with you, how how dramatically freedom of the press has been restricted and inhibited just over the course of his career in journalism the last 30 years, 30 plus years. And how many of the articles that he actually wrote would not even see the light of day anymore. Wouldn't even, couldn't, wouldn't, he wouldn't even be able to find a publisher. Wouldn't even be able to find, be able to find a magazine or a, or a, a print outlet or any kind of an outlet that would, that would run those, those articles or uh, they would suppress those articles. Why? Because they don't, his, his viewpoint, his thoughts, his philosophies, his take on politics um, and political issues and cultural issues is not the prevailing left-wing narrative. And, and which, which I know, as I've shared with you, my, my observational perspective well, this is a man who's at the forefront, of course, of the of the debate in a, in a huge way, on Fox News every night, um, and I think doing and doing a great job. Is he's lived it? You know, he he's lived it. He's got actual articles that flat out he could not have. He he just flat out says would not even be acceptable today. Um, you know, within the mainstream media, which of course is over, and that that's part of this whole drift. Uh, or, or it's more than a drift now, it's more like an avalanche, um, to left-wing values, left-wing cultural values that have literally taken over two places. One, our our, our mainstream media, our old-fashioned, if you will, uh, mainstream media, the, the three networks, uh, pretty much every cable channel, a news channel except for Fox, um, virtually every print publication, virtually every newspaper, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but also and then the, the, even the greater threat, because those you know the 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 old fashioned if you will print media's you know w- waning now but um being replaced by the online media and they're even more left wing <laughs> than the old than the old fashioned liberal media so which which is literally chilling and and the big tech they've they've they do have the power to shut you down i mean they've got the power you know, um you know hey theoretically at least and and technically, Google could could you know, cancel your our email accounts if if they felt like it. <laughs> you know, um, the phone companies could cancel our phone uh, service if they felt like it. Uh, 
and um, or or those of of a of a a major political figure. Um, we we well, Twitter shut down President Trump. I mean that that's a per, pretty dramatic uh, example of what can be done now. And um, you know, Facebook was heavily involved uh, in in the election. The owner of Facebook, Zuckerberg, uh, was heavily involved in trying to use it, utilizing the extraordinary information that Facebook has uh, from the American people uh, and utilizing that information to make sure that Trump lost, basically, and that Democrats won, not just at the presidential election, but all across the country. Uh, Congressional election, Senate, the whole nine yards. So, in fact, um, it's actually being credited with being a crucial player in the the loss of for the Republicans of some of these highly crucial seats that were the, the razor-thin losses. That's um, what we're facing as we enter 2022. Well, friends, uh, we're going to go to another break. When we come back, we look forward to being joined by our friend Vito Fira of Network Sound and Video, and he's got some great ideas for us as we enter a brand new year. Please stay with us. You're listening to The Roger Franklin Williams Show, sponsored by Sheila Auto Repair. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now, here's Roger. And this is my turn. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And friends, it's great to be with you as we begin a new year. And I'm particularly excited about this show because it's the first show of a brand new year. And really looking forward to sharing a lot of thoughts as well as information with you over the on the show over the course of this coming year. Uh, particularly as relates to the founding of our country and as relates to, um, you know, the battles that we literally are facing every day now um, to push back against this big tech censorship that we're dealing with and, and, you know, numerous other forms of tyranny um, that we experience and we witness every single day that, that are affecting us literally um, in our, our lives and which is, which is affecting uh the lives of other citizens, even more dramatically. In fact, for an example, um, you know, I heard the tragic news earlier this week um, that, you know, 200 members, uh, brave, dedicated, loyal members of the United States Marine Corps, Marines, were kicked out of the of the Marine Corps, the United States military, for refusal to um, to take the, the vaccine. Or the, or the so-called vaccine. So, you know, that that's a real, that's real. Those, those are people's lives that have been dramatically diminished and, 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 and affected in an extraordinarily negative way to the point of losing their, their pensions and the whole nine yards. So, you know, when, when we talk about freedoms being repressed, uh, tyranny, you know, invading our country, um, you know, that's, those aren't, those aren't just uh, philosophical principles, uh, esoteric things we're talking about here. You know, pe- pe- this suppression of our First Amendment freedoms is affecting real people, and the real lives of real people. But anyway, um, we'll be talking more about that over the course over the course of this year. But right now, in a moment, we're going to be joined by our friend Vito Fira of Network Sound and Video. But before we go to Vito, of course, I want to let you know that our friends over at Florida Door Solutions support our program. And all the programs you hear right here on the new AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer, and our messages, especially our messages of patriotism and support for our free enterprise system. Now let's go to Vito from Network Sound and Video. 
Levito, Happy New Year. Thanks for joining us on our first program of the year. Happy New Year, Roger, to you, and a blessed New Year to all of your listeners out there. And Glad to be here. One more year. How many years have we been saying this together, huh? Yeah, it's been a blessing. Every year's a blessing, that's for sure. I um, And it's glad to have you joining us to, to kind of get a little bit more of a positive tone um, on the show. But, you know, first of all, before we talk about some, some great thoughts you'd like to share, I'd like to have you share with our listeners about the great work that you and Rhonda do uh, and the many ways you can help our listeners. Um, can you share a little bit about about how how the Christmas season went at Network Town and Video? Well, the Christmas season uh, came and still going. Believe it or not, people started because they've, they're so familiar with uh, the many things that we do. Were well informed when you say, you know what, get your stuff in a little bit early. So they started stuff in, bringing stuff in around June. So we had been June, July, August, September, and they knew that it was going to take a while to get all this stuff. Plus, they've been in their attics and closets and garages and cleaning out stuff, and or they're moving and downsizing. So they had been bringing in stuff like crazy. And the nice thing about it is that they picked up their videos or they picked up their audios, and then they dropped off more because they thought this was such a fantastic thing to do right now. And it's getting it off their bucket list. So they're like, yeah, this is great. So we're still inundated. You know, we're probably booked already till March. <laughs> I can believe that. Thank God. But, but, but yeah, we've been blessed. But I think it gives me a chance to, to mention something to our listeners, and I kind of had to go through this thought process myself, is every day is is a great day to receive a gift uh, that was created by Network Town and Video. It doesn't have to be Christmas. It doesn't have to be a birthday or an anniversary. Um, you know, the, the the work that you provide, the wonderful memories that you preserve, uh, that that we present to our friends and loved ones, or even just keep for ourselves, um, or an extraordinary to gift to get any any day. So um, you know whether you know that uh, the production was, you know w- w- actually came after Christmas or or after the actual event. Uh, really, it, it doesn't matter because it, the point is an extraordinary gift. It absolutely is, and people tell us that all the time, and, and they, they say, you know what, you're not allowed to close or ever go out of business because <laughs> they say, we have too much stuff. So I tell everybody, look, it's God's business. We just run it for him. We're going to do the best we can and put in as many hours, but what we're, as far as I know right now, we're not going anywhere, so they're thrilled about that. So that, that again, is another blessing here that uh, we have to deal with. Isn't that a terrible thing? <laughs> Great. Now, now, I would like to have you talk a little bit more specifically about the photo slideshows that, that you do, and I know Ron, Rhonda's very hands-on with those, and you did one for me recently, which, once again, was just an ex- extraordinary gift, and it's a, it was a unique gift. I had someone that I wanted to get something for that that wasn't the typical, you know, gift that you would buy in a store or whatever. Um, it was just, I wanted something that was, was personal. I had some, I did have, uh, was fortunate to have some some pictures of, of, of this particular person and their family, and um, but I, you know, the best way I knew how to do that was to give them a nice uh, photo slideshow. Thanks to what I've learned from talking to you on the show, and um, you know, it, it, you know, needless to say, it was it was extraordinarily well received. And I'd like to have you share about you know the work that you can do there with our listeners. That is some of the best ways to get those pictures completely combined, uh, accumulated, and then put into a, a special photo slideshow. Of course, we can add music. We can add the you know, their favorite songs and things like that, or just audio. We can put video on them and put this package together, which is great. And it's it's all year round on any, any imaginable occasion you can think of, like, you know, a wedding, you know, that's coming up, or anniversary, someone celebrating a 25th or a 50th or anywhere in between. 
for birthdays and graduations and stuff. They put all the pictures together that they've accumulated, and now they can share it in a photo slideshow, and then we can also duplicate that for folks so that people that, that wanted to get a copy of it would be able to take advantage of that and see it also. But the nice thing about it is they may limit it, say, maybe to 100 pictures, for, for instance. They just want to do, like, a 100-picture photo slideshow. But they'll bring in, like, uh, 2,000 pictures and they say this is so great because you put it all on a flash drive or a dvd for instance if it's a video and then we can accumulate all those heavy and i say heavy those books that they bring in there's something like 500 pictures in each one of these books and they can weigh 15 pounds a piece and you get five or six of them loaded up you know we're making trips back to the trunk bringing them in so that's great and we combine them all then they're able to share their pictures so the slideshows are great and then also accumulating all those pictures and downsizing them so they can uh, share them, put them on Facebook, Instagram, and anything else they want to do, email, and a great way to, to, to share with people that wouldn't be able to make that wedding or that anniversary or the, or the graduation. So that's a, that's a great uh, subject right there. Now, one thing I'd like to continue to, to have you share about, Vito and friends, you're listening to the Roger Frank and William Show. It's our first show of the year, and we're glad you're joining us uh, on our first show of this brand new year. Uh, our guest is Vito Fira of Network Sound and Video. Is I'd like to have you talk about a little bit, Vito, is is the personal nature of Network Sound and Video. Because, you know, as, as you mentioned a month ago, as I learned uh, myself and as, you know, most of our, our listeners know, there are very, very, very few places that do the work that you do. Um, and then, you know, with that very, very tiny, <laughs> minuscule universe, um, you know, none of them are, have the, the, the personal touch that Network Sound and Video does, and even some of them are, along, are not even in the, in the Orlando area. You know, some of them are in New York, Chicago, L.A., or wherever they might be, and, and really, you, you really not only lose a personal touch when you do business, you know, with these, these kinds of companies, uh, you know, it's not even, uh, you know, I personally, I can only speak for myself, but I personally would feel much more secure uh, and do feel much more secure by coming over to, uh, making the short ride over to Network Sound and Video, handing you my precious memories, uh, and then going back to pick them up, uh, then I would just boxing them up and shipping them off to, to New York or, or somewhere. Uh, to, to where where who knows topic. who's going to be working on them. Yeah, exactly. That's a great topic. And I cannot tell you how many people that come in here and say that they heard our show on the radio or they heard this little show or they heard our ads on and they just said, you know what, these things are ex- ex- they're so priceless to them. They didn't want to just box them up and send them somewhere. They can come into our studios and see exactly what they're going to do. They do. We do custom printing on the discs if we're making discs. If we're doing the flash drives, we do custom uh, work on those also. Uh, we print exactly what they have on there, their family names and addresses and things like that, and they just don't want to package these things up. Put them in a box somewhere, which you're only actually paying for shipping. You're not paying for any of the work. Some people think that they've you know, spent spend all this money and it's getting part of the work done. It's not. It's just to cover the shipping to, to Texas or California. They all they say to me, we were not going to do that. We can come in here. We can say hi. We can sit. We can grab a cup of coffee or a cookie, see exactly what they're going to get. And when everything is finished, they get everything back and replaced. We explain everything. We show them a little bit of an, an example of what was done. And we put our heart and soul into these things. Uh, Rhonda does the artwork on all of the video projects. We do the audio over here and the graphics and the design. And when you compare it to some of the things that we get in from the from our competitors, you can't believe it. It may just have one little name, and it may just say, for example, it'll say Smith Video One. 
where we'll put on their Smith family videos, and it was a pool party, and it was 1997, and it was a Disney trip or a Caribbean cruise. And we put all that on this. Wow, we knew exactly what was on there. Half the time they say, we forgot. Oh, wow, that's where that was. That was my grandma's you know, birthday party. We couldn't find the tape anywhere. So we pull this stuff out, personalize it. Then they know exactly what's on there. They don't have to ship anything out. They come in, drop it off, or pick it up. That's the nice thing about it, and that's how we personalize all of it. But thank you for asking that question. No, I think that's so important. And, yeah, just the, the artwork alone that you put on the covers and in the boxes is, is, is just extraordinary. I mean, that makes – just the artwork alone makes a wonderful gift within itself. Yeah. In addition to the videos and the discs. really great, I thought, you know. Well, Vito, it's, it's great to have you joining us. I um, – I do want to just mention briefly, and we're, so we had to break, and we didn't get a chance to talk too much about um, you know, when we have to evacuate uh, due to storms or other uh, you know, situations such as the fires in Colorado. But um, once again, Network Sound and Video friends can put your precious memories in a format, which is literally a flash drive, which you can literally put in your pocket, or disc, which uh, take up virtually no room, um, and eliminate all those huge boxes that you that you, you know, either would have to carry or most likely have to leave behind uh, if if you if we do have to evacuate for whatever reason, and some of us have had to in recent years due to hurricanes and floods. Um, but anyway, Vito, great to have you join us on our first show of the year. And friends, get over to see Vito and Rhonda at twenty five fifty Ronald Reagan Boulevard in the Merritt Center. Thanks, Roger. Uh, Blessing. Uh, Happy New Year to all your listeners out there and to you and your family also. Thanks for uh, having us on this year. Thank you, Vito. Friends, we'll be right back on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now back to the studio. Here's Roger Franklin Williams. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Welcome back to today's program, our first program of the year, and I'm especially happy that you're joining us for what I think is a special program. It's, as I said before, I always get invigorated by the start of a new year. Of course, we've been having some pretty much perfect weather here uh, throughout Central Florida, and for me, a brand new year is always a great time to get a fresh start, to think about some things I didn't get accomplished that I wanted to um, in the in year the year before or years before lifetime before uh, maybe some dreams and goals I want to make a bigger priority uh, just getting back in, even things like uh, getting a, on a more healthy diet getting back into shape exercising regularly um, you know just uh, very you know positive resolutions <laughs> uh, literally um, to to do better and to have a better year and a better life so and it's always exciting part of that process is always exciting to to think about the show and. Think about potential shows, potential guests I'd like to have, and topics that I want to share with you, and all those things, and the the great time that that we have that it is to spend with you uh, an hour with you every week right here on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. So, hope that you're all your New Year's off to a great start, and I especially want appreciate you joining us on the Roger Franklin Williams Show today. Before we'll just finish up in this final segment to you know continue to talk about the theme overall theme of the day. Which is, you know, the the just the, you know how to even phrase it, uh, you know, the extraordinary attack on our civil liberties in 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 in, in case of the today's show, our First Amendment rights, our freedom of speech, the concept that undergirds 
our First Amendment, um, the marketplace of ideas concept. And these these were ideals that literally up until maybe five years ago, uh, virtually every element of our society, virtually every person, particularly anybody who's active in the political arena from hard left to hard right, everything in between, liberals, conservatives, moderates, um, non-affiliated, whatever, casual observers, passionate, you know, politicos, virtually every single, the, the media, you know, across the board bought into the concept of the marketplace of ideas, freedom of expression, First Amendment rights. People have the right to express their opinion. In fact, that's the purpose of the media is to facilitate that, the mass media, um, going all the way back to the printing press. Uh, which, of course, was an instrumental tool in the establishment of, of America uh, and our revolutionary. But um, and, and so it, 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 it's sobering to see how, you know, that the concept and the value, uh, the, the ideal of freedom of speech has literally been been trampled and is actually literally under attack by powerful forces when I say powerful forces, <laughs> I'm talking about Google. I'm talking about Twitter, Facebook, you know, all, you know, Amazon, all these powerful sources that are you know globalist in nature. That, and I think that's a huge part of the problem. They don't even identify as Americans. They don't even you know believe in America. Obviously, um, they have this globalist perspective, globalist elitist perspective. But the point is. I mean, that's something we've dealt with. You know, that's just part of, you know, you're always going to have people that, that, that you know, pose, don't agree with what you believe in. But, but now it, it, it's, it's critical. It's acute because these people control the sources of communication. You know, they have extraordinary power. <laughs> As I said before, they could shut down your email account if they wanted to. They kicked Donald Trump off of Twitter. They just kicked the... Uh, um, Congresswoman Marjorie Green uh, off of Twitter last week, Um, and and and, you know, and we see numerous examples virtually every day. One of the the doctors getting the word out, trying to get the truth out about this whole COVID situation um, and the mandatory shots and all that. Um, You know, he had an alternative opinion based on hard research and hard facts, hard science. Uh, Nope, nope, He, he. doesn't fit the narrative, you know, you're gone, you're banished. You're, you're banished uh, from being able to communicate uh, with the people and to get that message out. So this is just a, a situation that we can't be blasé about. You know, we're going to need to to recognize it, understand it, and, you know, try to figure out how to, how to, how to deal with it. Um, now, one of the ways to deal with it, which Charlie Kirk talks about a lot, and and I would str- I urge you, <laughs> literally, uh, I want to share with you what a great show the Charlie Kirk show is. I mean, all the shows you hear on our stations are, are great shows. Um, but Charlie Kirk is really at the forefront of, one, exposing a lot of the elitist, globalist, totalitarian propaganda behind the whole COVID scandemic, the lockdowns, the the repression of civil liberties, the attacks on civil liberties. Um, you know, that's um, Charlie Kirk every night at eight right here. I urge you to, to, con- you know, to, to contact him. 
um, I mean, to listen to him at, at 8 p.m. Uh, every night on our stations. And, uh, but, but, you know, that's, as we head into the new year, I just think that we need to acknowledge this. And, and one of the ways that we, we can confront it is, is continuing to attempt to use, utilize our political system. Now, our political system largely has failed us, or we wouldn't be in this situation. But, you know, people, um, you know, people do, uh, you know, open their eyes and, and people do, um, you know, get a, get a you know, change of heart and things like that. And, um, we need to to really you know I think we need to have a you know a hard take a hard look at big tech in the same way that Theodore Roosevelt took a hard look at, at big business back in his era the trust busting era so I think that that just might be a big a big part of the successful equation is legislation to rein these people in you know to that that are that are you know inhibiting our our freedoms. Because they get a lot of help from government, they get a lot of favorable treatment from government. So, but that's that's one thing I think that could be done. And Senator Josh Hawley from Missouri has an outstanding book, uh, you know, talking just about this, these concepts. Now, of course, he's had to face censorship as well. He's come under attack, and that's one of the things that Tucker Carlson talked about in his new book that I'm reading, is that um, how in the publishing community. You know, up until just very, very how the the left has taken over or, or, or has, has had a lot of influence in the publishing community now um, and to the point where they're actually suppressing the publication of, of a factual book on on a very important topic by a United States senator, Josh Hawley. So th- that's the landscape that we're, we're that we we enter a new year um, coming into, and as I talk about positives that can take place and that are taking place, one of the huge positives are young leaders uh, that are in some cases elected officials. And one of those is Representative Anthony Sabatini, uh, State Representative Anthony Sabatini, who's seeking a, a seat in Congress. In fact, he's on the line right now. We'll go to him. Hello, Anthony. Thank you for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me back on, Roger. Well, yeah, pre- uh, thanks. It's a little short notice, but hey, I had a few minutes, and I, you know, always love to hear from you. And uh, yeah, I, th- I think that the work that you do and your courageous uh, initiative uh, it fits right in with the theme of our program today. And we we uh, got about the three three and a half to four minutes, but I'd just love to have you share with us, um, you know, uh, whatever you want to, either about your campaign or about your focus and your mission for two thousand twenty two. Well, right now, I think the, one of the big issues in Florida politics is. Uh, protecting and also expanding our Second Amendment rights. And as we start legislative session in Tallahassee next week, one of the bills that I think is most important that the governor uh, have an opportunity to sign into law is constitutional carry. Constitutional carry is the name of a bill that would take away the permit list, uh, the permit program in Florida, so that way anybody can carry a firearm even without having to pay government money and do a uh, application for the right, you just should have the constitutional right to carry a farm without a permit, and you shouldn't have to pay the government for money. I think that's really important. So that's one part of constitutional carry. The other one is open carry, because I don't believe that you should be going to prison uh, and being charged with a felony if somebody sees that you're carrying a firearm. Nobody open, nobody really openly carries when you pass an open carry law, but we should make it the law that you could be arrested for openly carrying, which is what the law is right now in Florida. So constitutional carry is open carry and permitless carry together. It's a great bill. The governor, thankfully, the governor DeSantis has already said 
two or three weeks ago that he is happy and willing to uh, 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 sign the bill into law and make it the law of Florida, but the legislature's got to vote to, to pass it. And so that's what I'm focused on right now is getting the awareness out, putting pressure on some of these uh, rhino Republicans like the Speaker of the House who's already indicated that he's not in favor of the Second Amendment, not in favor of constitutional carry. And I'm trying to you know, make sure that we get the pressure built on these guys to where they have to pass constitutional carry and the governor can sign it to law. Well, great work, as always. And we got a, just a little over a minute. Would you like to share a little bit about uh, you know your quest for Congress in, in 2022? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm running for the United States Congress right here in north-central Florida, more Orlando area, the Orlando through Seminole County seat. That's Stephanie Murphy, far-left Democrat Congresswoman Stephanie Murphy, currently uh, represents. And based on the momentum we have, uh, you know, the 5,300 people who donated the campaign, the over 10,000 doors knocked on the election so far. Uh, she got scared and actually dropped out of the race. She quit two weeks ago. So we're in a really good position to flip this seat and make sure we get the House back for the Republican Party so we can make America great again. I'm going to need more support, so I would encourage people to check out my website, fabatiniforcongress.com. Well, thanks for being here to share about it, and I'll certainly encourage my listeners to do that. You, know, In fact, literally, in the past two weeks, I've had numerous people mention that particular race and, and say, well, gee, we need to get a good candidate in there. So it, it really makes me happy that, that you're that guy and, uh, and, and encourage our, our, our listeners to, to follow your campaign. And, Thanks, Roger. Thank, Appreciate it. Thank you for joining us today. Representative Anthony Sabatini, and what a great way to, to end our show. Well, friends, it's want to thank you especially for joining us here on this first show of a new year. Great way to get the new year started, spending time with you. Uh, we'll, of course, be back next Saturday right here on the new AM 950, FM 94.9, The Answer, and on the, the Answer Orlando app with the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Have a great day. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.